I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Get in the know. Non-stop Viking stock. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. And welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to day two, part two of the Purple Daily All-Time Vikings Draft. Yesterday, all three of us drafted the best offensive teams that we possibly could. Did you guys figure out a consensus from the feedback on Twitter? And I feel like a lot of people like Declan's approach of just loading up on offensive line. Uh, yeah, it, it seemed like I was the front runner there. I'm not just humbly bragging. I'm just... We're playing the facts. Uh, it seemed like most people liked Dex, Dex Sweets' team. And they were very surprised yeah, Dex Sweets kind of came out on top, I think, as as well in that regard. That part I'm not surprised at. Yeah, you drafted Randy Moss. In fact, we should go through, by the way, that's a train wreck happening. It's a train in Judd's office coming right, right through my backyard here. I love the sound of the morning train. <laughs> Get off the tracks and the train's coming through, guy. Mm-hmm. So uh, here's a look at yesterday for the YouTube channel. We can read this for the uh, for the audio audience on Purple Daily. Randy Moss was the first overall pick on offense by Declan. Then Judd drafted Fran Tarkenton. And then Ole Mackadak on the wraparound took Justin Jefferson, Chris Carter. That's pretty up. Judd took Adrian Peterson. And then Declan began loading up on offensive line. His next three picks were Randall McDaniel, Ron Yeri, Steve Hutchinson, and then Dante Culpepper. Judd, you went Tarkenton, Adrian Peterson, Stefan Diggs, Ahmad Rashad, Mick Tinglehoff, and then you started going offensive line into Grady Alderman, Ed White. I went the skill approach, the finesse approach. Jefferson, Chris Carter, Anthony Carter were my first three picks. Then Chuck Foreman over to Bryant McKinney, Steve Jordan. Eventually took 2009 Brett Favre as the quarterback. I like all three teams, so. Well, how could you not? I mean, it's the. I mean, I so I I, I don't see a favorite. I just see greatness mm-hmm. on all three teams. That's <laughs> you what see I the see. Three greatest football collections of all time. Put them up against Vikings any wise. franchises. Very good. It is amazing when you do this exercise, and we'll do the defense and special teams today. How many great players this franchise has, especially in certain position groups? That's yeah. what I was going to say. It's it, yeah. I, I think what I think what uh, stuck out to me, especially as I did the defensive research last night is what you just said it's how many great players at certain positions yeah and certain positions they they're yeah. lacking yeah. for instance and, for instance cornerback well there there's not a lot of there's not a lot of great franchise depth at corner no and that will that will definitely stand out today when we when we dive into this thing here presented by the way by our friends at TCL one of the world's best-selling consumer electronics brands. They have a new lineup of award-winning TVs delivering the most entertainment with stunning resolution at an affordable cost. Learn more at TCL.com. Inspire greatness with TCL, an official TV partner of the National Football League. And before we explain sort of the guidelines and the rules here for uh, for part two, let's shout out our friends also, Dex, at Manscaped. Old Macadac. Tell you what, I've got like three Manscaped products now. I don't even know if I need that many, but they're just great products. Oh, God, they're fantastic. Yeah, whether it's for upstairs or downstairs. And, uh, you know, my friends at Manscaped told me it's time to get ready and not sweaty by going to Manscaped.com, okay? It's July, <laughs> right? We had, we had, like, I think hit almost 100 heat index, at least here in the Twin Cities, a few times this uh, year already. So go to Manscaped.com. You get any of these products, whether it's the beard trimmer, whether it's the lawnmower, and when you use promo code PURPLE, You'll get 20% off and free shipping. The link is right down there in the comments. You can go to manscaped.com, and when you go to check out, that promo code PURPLE gives you access to 20% off all the products plus free shipping. Go to manscaped.com. Use promo code PURPLE. If all right, I can, boys. 
If yeah. I can quickly give, give you you guys the, the old man thing on M- Manscaped. <laughs> oh, I did this God. this morning, okay? There, there Why, is, do, we, uh, do, we need, do we need this? Do we need yeah, this right now? It's reading. upstairs. It's upstairs. It's upstairs, okay? Um, but there's a lot of guys who are in their 50s and 60s who sort of let the ear hairs and oh, nose yeah, it's important. hairs go. Yeah. And, and they don't, they're not really cognizant. Yeah. I am. But until now, until I got the, the uh, Manscaped products, I didn't have a good way. They're they're fantastic. You're, you're, you're talking about the weed whacker from Mans from our friends at Manscaped. Yes, but upstairs. Yep, the weed but whacker. I'm talking about the ear yes, hair. No, the weed whacker it's, is for your nose and ear hair. That's what I'm saying. The, the the weed whacker. It's it's also I'm a great accessory. You, I, yeah. I love it's, it. It's fantastic. It's always when you're like talking to an old guy. You oh, know, you see and, it. And it's like you see you like see the it. nose hairs yes. crawling out. You know, yeah. Just uh, oh, I've been in this. I've been in this cave for 50 years. Sometimes what they're not crawling out, dude. I've seen them like it's like, no, dude, just take care of that. There's like a nose hair looking to shake hands with you. It's like, <laughs> dude, go to Manscaped. All right. Anyway. Anyhow, okay. Right. So if you want the offensive, the part one, definitely go. We did like a what 45 minute thing on uh, the offense yesterday. So today will be about filling out our teams on defense. So each member of the show will draft. 11 defensive players, and then also three special teamers. So a return man of some kind, a kicker, and a punter. And uh, you must fill out. So here's, I guess, here's the parameters. So it's a it's a 4-3 defense, which is historically what the Vikings have run outside yeah. of, like, a couple seasons. So it's a 4-3 defense, and you can either do the nickel version of it or you can do the base version of it. So it's up to you if you want to deploy a third linebacker or a third cornerback. You guys can fight it out uh, amongst yourselves, and me too. So two edges, two interior defensive linemen, two cornerbacks, maybe three, two linebackers, maybe three, two safeties, and then a return man, a kicker, and a punter. Uh, So we're going to go to start with reverse order of yesterday's draft, which Declan started yesterday, and then Judd, and then me. So it's going to start with me, Judd, and then Declan. And then a few people correctly pointed out, and I, I, unless you guys strongly disagree with this, and it's actually going to favor Declan in the exercise, that after the first couple rounds, instead of doing, because there's only three of us, instead of doing a full snake draft all the way through where, where two of us are picking back-to-back every time, that we do the third-round reversal like you see in fantasy drafts sometimes. So we'll go Phil Judd, Declan, and then Declan gets the wrap around two picks in a row in the second round. So Declan, Judd, Phil, and then the third round, it'll just flip the the inverse order of where it was in the first. So then we'll just go Declan, Judd, Phil, Declan, Judd, Phil, all the way through. You guys good with this? I think so. I'm, I'm just going to look at the spreadsheet when it's my turn to pick. It's probably what's going to happen. But yes, I'm fine. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Otherwise, it's like Judd's the only one not picking no, yeah. back to back. And it's I've, just kinda... I've never done the. Well, I've never actually done that in a fantasy draft, but it does make sense for like only these three people because then yes, you, the middle yeah. guy kind of gets screwed over. Okay. So uh, I guess uh, I'm on the clock here with the number one pick. Any other questions or thoughts before we dive in here? Yeah, oh. I, I have, have one. Are we doing the special teams guys as a separate entity after we do the defense, or are we expected to wrap them into the defense? It's totally up to you. You have okay. to draft 14 players today. Okay. If you, know if you want to draft be. you know, well, I mean, a kick returner or a yeah. punter with your first pick, you can do whatever you I want. I certainly don't, but I, I will... I didn't know if we were going to wait till we had drafted the 11 defensive players. That's fine. And also a clarification, too, that we are drafting the peak version of each Vikings player as a Viking. Like Some people were asking, well, do you get like the 2007 Randy Moss? No, you get like the best best version of that player as a Viking. That's a a great question by the fans. So otherwise you'd like get a player that was a cast off and then they became great somewhere else. So no, you're drafting the best version of that player's like. So number one overall. I don't want to overthink this. I'm just going to draft probably the greatest Vikings defensive player of all time to help fill out my defensive line. Alan Page as one of my interior defensive linemen. I don't know what else needs to be said. He yeah. is. Is there two L's in Alan Page, by the way? Jeff? Nope. One. No. Just one A-L-A-N. L. A N. Can't even spell the name of the greatest defensive player in Vikings. Yeah. yeah. Page. Pagey. Page. And also, is it Page with G? Right? Oh, God. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now, so I know what it is. But, yes, that's what I would have done. Yeah, he's just, you know, it's to get, you get the longevity, you get the you get the the push up the middle. You know, imagine if Alan Page, and it's funny because he would play, like, closer to 200 pounds than 300 pounds, 
And sometimes that would be an issue coming to training camp with Bud Grant. But imagine an athlete of his stature in today's NFL with today's nutrition, today's weightlifting regimens. Like he would just be, he might even just be an edge rusher in today's NFL. But Alan Page, man, just a ferocious interior defensive presence. 1971 MVP, right? Yes, yes. Which is absolutely remarkable. All right, Judd, you are on the clock with the number two pick here. All right, I'm going to do uh, the same thing as Phil in, in that I'm not going to give this a ton of thought because I think it's pretty simple. I'm going to take a defensive end, though, and it's going to be Carl Eller. Wow. Mm-hmm. Purple people eaters represent. Yeah, I was. I would be shocked if these first three picks weren't these three guys in some type of order. I'm, I'm staying in the same vein with my first of two. Uh, Jim Marshall for me. Look at that. I'll take the edge, Jim Marshall. Mm-hmm. And then with my second pick, I will stay in the same defensive line-ish area, but I will take, actually, John Randall. Wow, dude. So I have Marshall on the edge, and John. Randall Randall played the tackle, according to pro football. I mean, he, 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 he was, a hybrid, he was largely he? an interior defensive yep. lineman. Yeah. Yes. Nope, you're okay. right. Yep. Okay, cool. You're right. Yeah, you were probably a little. You probably remember the tail end of his career. Yeah, I remember back the tail when. end. And I remember obviously the epic eye black. You know, like every kid remembers that. Um, yeah, I remember the tail end of his career. I remember his. He went to Seattle too, right, to finish. Yes. Yeah, yes. he played like three years in Seattle. Yeah, I remember that too. You know what's funny about so the NFL inexplicably did not keep track of sack numbers until like 1982. And so you've got these guys like Eller and Marshall and Alan Page that officially historically have no sacks. But then Pro Football Reference went back, and it actually says, so they they tally sacks for everyone going back to, like, 1960. And it says on these pages, sacks are official since 1982, but they're based on play-by-play data, game film, and other research since 1960. <laughs> That's other research. That's one of the most incredible, we, we've talked about this before, one of the most incredible factoids statistically about any sport is that they didn't begin to trace them in like 1970. Like right. when the merger took place, how do you not say, you know what now, we got to start to track sacks officially. <laughs> yeah, and then someone had to like come up with a name for it. You know, I get it. It's, you know, innovation uh, isn't just going to happen on its own. But if you if you include the pro football reference research, however they've done it, Carl Eller yep. is the Vikings' all-time leading sack guy with 130 and a half. Jim Marshall, 128. John Randall, 114. And then Alan Page with 108 and a half. So we just, I guess we just drafted to start this thing the four leading Vikings quarterback sackers in history. And now we're back to Judd. All right. I am going to, well, let's see, do I want, okay. I'm going to complete my deep defensive ends here by uh, jumping on the Hall of Famer, Chris Dolman. That's a good one. Yep. Two stints with the Vikings, too, right? Yeah, the second one was not very long, and I think he wrapped up his career here. He was drafted as a linebacker. I, I won't because I think he played in a three four defense at Pitt and drafted as a linebacker. And then I think the Vikings switched to a four three, and he got moved to end and was. I mean, he was dominant. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I was actually going to take Chris Dolman here. You kind of kind of snipe me. It's a good pick by Judd. So now I'm kind of on the scramble here. Do I want to, you know, the defensive line train is already out of the gate here. I feel like I could either take the fifth defensive lineman off the board, and my God, there are some amazing ones left. Or, or, or I could pounce on a position of weakness historically for the Vikings and leave yeah, you guys yeah. scrambling a little bit. Yeah, I, I love this thought. So I am actually going to go with who I think is the best cornerback in the history of the Vikings. I'm going to go Antoine Winfield with my second-round pick. Not because I think he's the second-best defensive player like on my team. Right. I hear you. But once... I know what you mean. I mean I'll let, you guys will figure it out as we go along here, but there's not it's that many good we, cornerbacks. I've got a list of, like, 12 here, and and <laughs> 12, just, that's, just that's... as an example, my last one... and. and this shows exactly what you're saying, Phil. Duke Shelley. My last one, Captain Munnerlin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, this is – you're exactly right. This is definitely a position at which th- this team – they had some good ones, but, yeah, it, not like the uh, defensive line. All right, so now we flip it, and so the rest of the way, it's going to be Declan Judd, me, Declan Judd, me. All right, so Declan, go ahead. All right, so I'm going to take uh, a cornerback here as well. 
And I know this guy's name. I don't know a lot about him. I think the old-timers on this show will appreciate this pick because he is the highest-rated player on the pro football reference page for the Vikings at cornerback, and that's Bobby Bryant. So I will take Bobby Bryant. Bobby Bryant had 50 interceptions for the Purple People Eater Vikings in the 1970s. Judd was the only one that had a chance to see him play, I think, among the three of us. A couple Pro Bowls, uh, an All-Pro in 1969. Yeah, I mean, he had a ton of picks. Yes, played in all the Super Bowls. Bowls. Yeah, and his whole career at the Vikings from 24 to 36. As a 36-year-old, he still Mm. picked off three passes. Mm. That's funny, man. The NFL was a little bit different back in those days, 70s and 80s. Guys who were like 37 years old with a cigarette hanging out of their mouth, backpedaling. But uh, Bobby Bryant is one of the, the great cornerbacks in franchise history. Okay, Judd, round three pick. All right, well... With the run on cornerbacks having started, I feel that I am obligated to grab the third guy on my list because after that, it gets probably a little more dicey, so I will grab Xavier Rhodes. Yeah. Don't peak. This is peak Xavier Rhodes here. You're not yep. getting, like, the washed-up version. Yep. This yeah, is I mean, was he, is it fair to say he's one of the th- probably three or four best? I yep. mean, you obviously have him one as the third here. Well, and Winfield, he, keep in mind – you know, he also made his name by playing inside there, where he was fantastic, in the nickel. I, I would say pound for pound, pound, Rhodes is a better athletically gifted outside cornerback than, than Tuan was. But Tuan is one of the smartest players I've seen play, and that yeah. made him special. Yeah. All right, now we're uh, we're back to me here. Third round pick. I just want to keep track here. So my first round pick was uh, we have Alan Page. No Winfield. And then we had Antoine Winfield. So I think I'm going to go back to the defensive line here. You guys have done such a good job kind of beefing up your defensive lines. I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Jared Allen mm-hmm. as my first edge rusher off the board here. Peak Jared Allen was one of the two or three best pass rushers in the NFL. Absolutely. You know, the calf roping celebration, everything so... <laughs> And he just kind of feels like a guy that also could have played in the seventies with the Purple People Eaters, right? It's oh, kind of a kind of a throwback country guy. Go out, you no could question. you could see him out there with the Carl Ellers and the Allen Pages and and such. So, give me yep. peak Jared Allen. All right, Declan, you're first up in the fourth round here. All right, I'm gonna take another cornerback here, just kind of to take care of at least these two positions. This also this Viking is also a kind of a legendary player, but played in the eighties into the nineties. So past Purple People Eaters, but pre Denny Green, do a degree. Carl Lee. Take cornerback Carl Lee, who spent 11 years with the Vikings, three Pro Bowls, an All-Pro. He even got Defensive Player of the Year votes in 1988 when he was an All-Pro cornerback. Uh, 31 interceptions in his Vikings career. Yeah, 11 seasons in Minnesota and then finished his career with the Saints. But I will take care of just, as you guys said, the weakest position, I think, on this uh, defensive side. So I have both my cornerbacks in Bobby Bryant and Carl Lee. Judd, what do you remember about Carl Lee? Um, very good player. I don't, rem- I mean, not a star. He, I, I don't think he was a guy who, who was like Rhodes, who for a year or two was probably w- one of the best cornerbacks, but the cornerback position back then was different too. Like you could grab guys more, hold guys. You could, you could get away with it a lot more. So I think it's hard to compare cornerbacks yeah. from era to era because yeah. the rules have changed. And I mean, when, when like Rhodes was at, at his best or Antoine, right. Those guys were doing some things that a guy like Carl Lee probably didn't have to be concerned about to try and get an advantage. So yeah. Carl Lee, good player though. That's a good pick. Like, again, this, this shows you that the true lack of depth at quarterback for this franchise is interesting. So I think I just, cause I know there's people yelling at their screens like, yeah. what? How can, how can Declan pick Carl Lee? Over, I don't know, like there's like Daniil Hunter or something, or some of these names are out there. It's not that you're not saying Carl Lee is one of the, you know, 10 best players in franchise history. You're saying get them all their available cornerbacks. The same reason why running backs go early in fantasy football drafts. There's only five or six that are really, really good. Yep. So, all right, Judd. All right. I am going to go back to the defensive line because the the plethora of talent that resides here mm-hmm. is, is frightening but it's going to be gone fairly soon uh i am going to take a guy who in his prime i think was one of the vikings best players um 
but his prime was short-lived. And I believe he, I think I was at the game against the Buccaneers where he ripped up his knee at the Metrodome and then was replaced, if I'm not mistaken, by John Randall. I'm going to take Keith Millard. Keith Millard was incredible. Yes, exactly. Yeah, what, so, so he played, God, he only played for the Vikings for like five years, right? Yeah, well, he tore, I mean, he... He tore up his knee, and I think that basically, I think he still tried to play, but like he was not the same player, if I remember. But he was, in 1989, he was the Associated Press Defensive Player of the Year. 88, he, he finished second in that voting. He actually was top five in MVP voting in both 1988 and 1989 Pro Bowl seasons. Again, this is an interior defensive lineman. He had 18 sacks from the inside in 1989. He was basically yes. Aaron Donald in 1989, yes. right? Is that, is that fair to say? Yes, he was yep. an unbelievably good player. Yeah, that's that's oh man, you're getting you're getting a <laughs> a peak. Like his his peak was Hall of Fame. I'm bringing hell on earth <laughs> when it comes to my pass rush. It's gonna, be, it's gonna be fun to compare honestly all of our front fours here by the end of this exercise. I think all of them are going to be pretty damn good. Yeah. So right now, so Judd, you've got in terms of defensive linemen, you have you have Carl Eller and Chris Dolman on the edges. And then you've got Keith Millard up the middle. You need one more interior guy. Yep. Declan has Jim Marshall, John Randall yep. as edge and then interior. And so far I have Jared Alan Allen. Page and, and Jared Allen. Allen. Yeah, they're all. De- Dex is right. It's pretty damn impressive. And I'm about to add another one here. Whoa. About Whoa. to add. You know what? You're going to wait? You're going to risk it? I'm going to go Daniil Hunter. Peak Daniil Hunter right now. Okay. Yep. Okay. What was the decision, Phil? No, no, no. I'm not going to You can't tell you. That's like saying, saying, well, who were you going to pick? I'm allowed to ask. He's he's allowed not to answer. I mean, it's. uh, I will just say I would be shocked if the other guy is still available when I'm picking in three picks from now. But but I get, as I'm having trouble spelling Daniil here. um, You might. I'm getting, with Daniil Hunter, before the injury, a guy who was on pace, he had like 50 sacks earlier than anyone in NFL history, right? He was ferocious, still is very good. We'll find out what he looks like, hopefully, in the Brian Flores system. Peak is good, though. But give me peak Daniil Hunter, yes. All right, uh, back to Declan here. All right, my next pick. I'm actually just, this might surprise you, but again, I'm just going with um, historically great players, and I'm actually just shocked we probably haven't made this. I will take Paul Krause. Okay. I'll take Paul Krauss. Is he the leading interceptor? Yes. Yep. In Vikings history? Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul Krauss. Okay. Okay. Over to Judd. Back, back to me. Like okay. I am going to break the seal on the linebacker position and and take the all-time, I think the guy that's considered the all-time greatest linebacker in uh, Vikings franchise history. That's Scotty Studwell. Stud. It's a great name, too, man. Scatty Studwell. And just a football lifer, oh too. And you look Went at him, scouting. Just stud. Yeah. You know what the incredible thing was? So do, do you guys recall that, that I think they still do it, but I'm not sure, the playground build that the Vikings did yeah, for years yeah. in June? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Every year I went, when I was covering the Vikings for the Star Tribune, Scott Studwell was relentless. He never stopped working. He was sweeping. He was digging. Like you'd see guys like on their shovel, right? Lean on their shovel a little bit, or they'd Scott be Studwell. hobnobbing. And get... Scott Studwell, it was unbelievable. This guy never stopped. And at the time, he's probably fifty something. Yeah, I mean, this dude is yeah. relentless. Yep, uh, he, he's one of the figureheads of the organization. I feel like the last like twenty or thirty years yep. or so. All right, we'll uh, we'll keep cruising along here. Last pick in the fifth round. The guy that I was choosing between is still on the board. And so with that, I'm going to fill out my defensive line here. And I feel like I'm 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 kind of drafting guys from the same era. But uh, give me Kevin Williams to fill out yep. the fourth guy on my defensive line. Now, I will say that I might need a run stuffer in here at some point. but He can he play a little we'll, bit of both, though. I mean, he played D-tackle. Yeah. He played D-N. You can kind of move him all over the place. But yeah. uh, with Alan Page and Kevin Williams at the middle and Jared Allen and uh, peak uninjured Daniil Hunter, I now have a solidified defensive line Dead. here. All right, back to Declan. All right, I will take a D-tackle as well as the run stuffer here. I was going to take Kevin Williams, but instead I'll take his partner. I'll take Big Pat. 
Maybe Big Pat Williams instead. Yeah, just one of the is kind of a down and dirty, unheralded job, right? Just mm-hmm. go be Pat Williams and take up two blockers and let your Athletic. linebackers come in and run free. Tw- uh, twinkle toes, man. That guy had that. That guy was huge up front, but had the spindly legs. <laughs> I've never, I've never heard Twinkle Toes. Twinkle Pat toes. He, he had. He actually could get after the quarterback. Oh yeah. For for a big man, he was surprisingly nimble. It was no, it's true. It, it, he was a he was also a, a man of many entertaining words, and sometimes you could you could only understand Hot about ha- half of what he was saying. Sometimes he talked so fast, but hot garbage. He <laughs> loved that term, hot garbage. He's hot garbage. Yeah. All right, over to me. I am going to. I'll I'll take a second safety off the board since Declan took Paul Krause. I will take Joey Browner, who in his Ooh. prime was a force. Can you elaborate for people who have never seen Joey Browner? Um, Joey Browner was a safety back when back when safeties could dish out punishment. If you went over the middle against Joey, you were going to feel his wrath. And these are in the days when those weren't called 15-yard personal fouls. They were called jacked them up. Uh, Joey Browner was a really re- – he was a safety who was a playmaker. He was a safety who took – the head of receivers off. Um, he is one of the best Vikings safeties of all time. Like it's probably, you know, Krause is there. Joey Browner is there. I, I would say now it's very fair to say Harrison Smith is there. Yep. But yeah, Joey Browner was, uh, he played the game with a force that would make Harrison Smith look like a, uh, a very good citizen because of, he can't hit like that. And speaking of, I will take Harrison Smith with my, Pick in the sixth round, adding to the secondary for all those reasons you just said. I mean, he's one of the great secondary players in Vikings history. So with that, we are through the first six rounds here, gentlemen. How are we feeling? feeling How are you guys feeling about your teams? Feeling good. I'm pretty good. Pretty, feeling pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, okay. not bad. Not, all right. A little concerned about one spot, but that's it. Do you want to tell us what spot that is, or do you want to keep that close to the vest? I'm going to have to keep that close to to the vest because that spot is not filled on on all bingo cards yet okay uh you know there is an open spot many of them for our listeners who want to lose weight livia is here to help you well that's a thousand percent right and guess what when you lose that that weight you're going to go from looking like the guy on the left to looking like the guy on the right which means you are going to feel and look fantastic and all those clothes that might not fit now guess what ladies and gentlemen they are going to fit once you try this program and right now the best deal of the summer join today and get 50 percent off your personalized program this offer just started join today again 50 percent off uh your personalized program lose up to 10 pounds or more in the first two weeks imagine that first two weeks and you are down 10 pounds and you are well on your way to looking great and feeling great voted minnesota's best weight loss program year after year 855 go l-i-v-e-a livia.com l-i-v-e-a.com if you want to look good feel good and get in great shape uh we, we uh, someone uh one of the, the purple day listeners bought an electric bike over the weekend from ecofund and sent a note in and there's probably been others of you too if you do go into ecofund tell them that you heard about uh all of their amazing toys look at all these things man souped up golf carts for the youtubers anyways here some of these electric bikes tell them that we sent you in by the way, on the electric bikes, 10% off retail prices, 50% off dealer freight charges. You can save over $700 on higher-end Yamaha electric bikes right now and up to $500 on Scootstar and Bintelli electric bikes this month. Electric bikes at EcoFun. Two stores in the metro area, Forest Lake off I-35 and Burnsville off 35W. EcoFunMotorsports.com. That's EcoFunMotorsports.com. And a quick shout-out before we continue this Part two of the all-time Vikings draft on Purple Daily to Summit Orthopedics. If you're if you're like Macadac, and you are literally you literally have a heating pack on your back right now because you're an idiot and you threw your back out two days ago, hmm. Summit Orthopedics is here to help you. Knees, shoulders, backs, necks, elbows, whatever it is, no referrals needed. They offer same day appointments. If it's more of a serious situation and you're looking for urgent care, they do have urgent care open seven days a week from eight a.m. until eight p.m. 25 locations across the Twin Cities in greater Minnesota. Learn more at summitortho.com. That's summitortho.com. 
I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Grinding through it here, boys. Grinding through it. I love this exercise. Ice, heat. So, okay, we are um, we're back to Declan here to start the seventh round. All right, if Scott right. Studwell is the best linebacker, I think this guy yeah. might have the case to be the second best, if not the best, too. I'll take Matt Blair. I'll take Matt sure. Blair here. A perennial pro, pro bowler. Uh, seven straight, I believe, pro, or six straight pro bowls he made for the Vikings from 77 to 82. He was an all-pro. Uh, just racked up a ton of statistics here. He's one of the highest-rated players on the rep, pro football reference page for the Vikings. Spent his entire career at the Vikings from 74 to 85. So I will take Matt Blair with another linebacker spot. Oh, My yeah. first linebacker yeah. spot, excuse me. He was kind of a nice little boost to the, for the second half of the Purple People Eaters defense, right? For the, so the second wind of the Bud Grant era. Okay, Jeb, what's your seventh-round pick? All right, I'm going to fill out the cornerback spot because I've got a drop-off after this guy. Best known for the, the guy that was called for interference on Drew Pearson. We all still think that Drew Pearson pushed off. He had um, 31 of his 34 career picks as a Viking, including – 13 in 1970, uh, over a two-year span, I am going to take Nate Wright. Okay. He's my he's the last guy that I feel comfortable taking. I feel like that's kind of where the list stops. <laughs> it's like well, Winfield yeah. Rhodes, Carl Lee, Bobby Bryant, Nate Wright from the 70s, and it's I mean, like... Ed Sharrockman is my next guy, but I mean, I don't know. the 60s, yeah. I don't know, man. All due respect to Ed Sharrockman. I have Sharrockman. Newman has a family, down. I'm sure. I do too. He's. Ne- I mean, I'll give you my cheat sheet. He's literally next on my list. Yeah, but I mean, that's how remarkable. This team's been around since '61, and like, God I bless know, him. Man. But like, his peak as a Viking was more as a locker room guy who played pretty well. I don't. He know. was. He was a good player. He was yes. a good player. And if you yes. can kind of kind of hide him over there somewhere. So okay. Um, let's see here. What are I guess linebacker? We kind of have a little run on linebackers going right now. So I'm gonna go. You know, I think it's between two guys for me here. I'm going to go Ed McDaniel, the, Ooh, the, okay. the best 90s Vikings linebacker. Ed McDaniel is going to is gonna join my team. Right. He was on some really good, like those Vikings yep. defenses, we remember them getting real leaky in the late 90s, early 2000s, but in the mid-90s, those defenses were pretty darn good, and Ed McDaniel was... A big part of that, and then in the nineties, guys like Ed McDaniel were not as marginalized as linebackers right now. They were they were key, integral parts. So give me Absolutely. give me Eddie Mac, Eddie Mac. All right, Dex. All right, next one for me here. I'm gonna go on the linebacker train as well. You might say this is a reach, but he still is pretty high on the Pro Football Reference page for for uh, for the Vikings. I will actually take Chad Greenway. I'm gonna yeah, take a player too that I've also I, I've actually gone a lot of old school with these picks. So I want someone who I've seen play. Obviously, Chad Greenway I saw play almost every dang game. So I will take Chad Greenway as my other uh, linebacker spot with Matt Blair. Yeah, he's like Hall of Very Good. Hall of Very you know? Good, yeah. Hall of Very Good. Just a good, reliable linebacker. All right, Judd? All right. I'm going to close out my safety position because, again, I've got a bit of, of a drop, and I'm going to take Robert Griffith. Yeah, his drops in the 98 NFC Championship game, just uh, you can have him, man. You can have him. <laughs> He was a uh, he was a good player, but uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. After that, I've got like or, the late Orlando Thomas, Carl Kosalki, Corey Chavis. A little bit of a drop. There's a couple couple names in there. We I do have Dwight Smith's name written down. Dwight for, Smith, dude, just for old times' sake. Dwight Smith. Stairwell. Draft him in the stairwell. Stairwell, Dwight. Dwight. 
I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Eric Kendricks here. I thought about this too. Eric Kendricks is one of the better linebackers in Vikings history. You give me give me peak Eric Kendricks. I get a guy that can that can cover tight ends twenty yards down the field. A guy yeah. that can intercept passes, can can pass rush, double A gap blitz. Right. So, Eric Kendricks, welcome to Team Macadac. All right, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna reach here, or not reach, but I'm gonna start the other one for my kick returner. Oh, here we go. We're gonna do the kick returners. Give yep. me, C- give me CP, give me Cordero Patterson. <laughs> I love it. I love it, dude. I mean, he is one of the great kick returners in the history of the NFL, right? Yeah, I'd say. I mean, he's not he's not Devin Hester level. That's obviously like the best I think to ever to do it. But he's pretty sure. dang good, dude. And especially in the era where they're trying to get rid of this. I mean, he's still very good at what he does. So I'll, I'll take the kick returner. I'll start this run. We'll see if anyone else kicks things off on the special team side. But I'll take uh, Cordero Patterson. All right. Judd, are you ready to do special teams yet, or are you no. still working on defense? No, okay. I am still uh, trying to fill in my defense. I'm going to take another linebacker. I'm going oh. to take Jeff Seaman. Oh, okay. Jeff Seaman was a How do you uh, spell that last name? Very good player. S I E M. A-M. And that's from uh, what era? Is, is that 60s or 70s? 70s. 70s, I think, in the early 80s, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Let's yeah, because he was playing when I was a kid. Um, Oh, you know what? O-N. I'm sorry. S-I-E-M-O-N. Sorry. Thought I got just want to make sure we get this right for record-keeping purposes. S-I-E-M-O-N. So I'm I'm now at two linebackers. Okay. When, you know, when this gets framed in the Vikings Hall of Fame someday, I just don't want it. Like, the, you know, the purple daily all-time oh, Vikings they, draft. They can't wait to see it. Make sure we're good there. Um, all right. I feel like, uh, I think, is it fair to say we're probably all going base defense here just with the lack of cornerbacks? I think, I yep. think I'm think i going to go with a third linebacker here. Yep. Um, it's kind of between a couple guys. You know what? Uh, let's EJ Henderson. Give me peak, peak E.J. Henderson. Just another a good, solid, hall of very good before the injury linebacker. And, by the way, like a linebacker on a couple of the best Vikings defenses we've seen, like run-stopping, right? He was an incredible run-stopping tackler. So I'll take E.J. Henderson. It gives me a third linebacker. Dex? All right, I still have to fill out a DN spot, so I'll, fi- I'll finish this out. I will take Everson Griffin. Yeah. So my defensive line looks like Jim Marshall uh, and Everson Griffin on the ends, and then Big Pat and John Randall as your defensive tackles. Wow. Dude. Can you imagine how hard it would be to stop that defensive mm. line? Man. Like, when E.J. Henderson is your weak link. Or I'm sorry, uh, Everson, Everson Griffin. Yeah. Just incredible, man. All right, Judley, what's your 10th round pick? All right, I'm going to fill out my linebackers. I'm going to take another throwback guy. Wally Hilgenberg. <laughs> Love it, man. What uh, so, did, did you see him play? School. No, um, I do. I don't recall seeing him play much. He played. Let's see. I've got his uh, Wikipedia page up right in front of me. He played from '68 to '79, so I saw him play for about a year plus. Okay. Um, seven and a half career sacks, eight picks, recovered fourteen fumbles, yeah. scored a couple of touchdowns. Uh, but yeah, so. So Studwell, Jeff Seaman, and Wally Hilgenberg are my linebackers. That is some old that school is, stuff there, gentlemen. That is. All right, even though I still have a couple defensive positions to to fill out here, I also am going to go into the special teams category, and I will take Percy Harvin is my nice. return man. Five right. kick return touchdowns as a Viking, and uh, he deserves a spot here. Uh, there's, there's some interesting options, some good options for return men. In this franchise's history, I'll take Percy. All right, I'm going to go with yeah, third linebacker here. Roy Winston wasn't taken, right? Nope, correct. Roy Winston, who and Judd, I think he was there for the first. He was there for all four. Okay, so he was hurt. Um, he got he he started battling some injuries in '74 through '76 when he finished his career with the Vikings. But I mean, he was with the Vikings from '62 all the way to '76. Uh, yep. gra- uh, started all, a ton of games for them. So I will go old school with one more, and I will take Roy Winston. Jack Del Rio falls off the list. Didn't make it. No. he's Yeah, he's 
sneaky high on like the all-time Vikings tackles list. Yeah, which is hard stuff. to, but he's a linebacker, so they make a lot of tackles. That's yeah. the thing is that's a that's a somewhat misleading stat, I think, at times. Yeah. All right, over to me. Yeah, I'm going to. <laughs> I, I am going to go special teams as well, but I'm not. But I've got my kick returner now picked out, but I'm not going to take him yet because there's no need with both of you guys having yeah, filled up that, that position. I can be patient. I am going to take a kicker. I'm going to take our friend Ryan Long. Oh. I guess we'll I never can't know take how Gary. clutch he is because he never got to kick the clutch. Yeah, and kick. Gary Anderson actually makes sense as a pick, but I can't bring myself to do that to this poor fan base. <laughs> kind of feel you on that do i want to go i should probably go back to defense here i'm gonna oh man oh there's a guy we're talking peak of their career he's despicable but i need a safety you're taking Derek oh, Sharper? i knew it can i do it oh it's so disgusting there's not that Wait. much you know what i'm not gonna do it i'm not gonna okay. do it okay give me you know what you know what Take i'm gonna go Smith, off the then. board no give me vency glenn Give me, oh, wow. give me peak Vency Glenn wow. from those those really good early '90s yes. Vikings defenses. I grew up on Vency Glenn. Vency Some of those Glenn. guys, Dwayne Washington, Vency Glenn, played for the Chargers. Yep. I I once drank with him at a bar. It was on three ninety four. <laughs> no, I'm not joking. It was on three ninety four. It was something cow. It, it was a huge hangout spot for people in their twenties at the time. That's awesome. I'm a little nervous about the back end of this defense here, but uh, we'll, we'll figure it out. Well, poor Harrison Smith. It's a, it's a Judd drinking buddy, though, so you can't go too wrong. Vancey Glenn, he was actually good, though. Like, he did get a bunch of picks, as I recall, at least in a couple seasons. Yep, he's a good player. Good player. All right, back wow. to Declan. Here. All right, I'll We're take my 12th round. I'll take my kicker, too. I'll take Fred Cox. Ooh. So, yeah, I mean, I obviously, mean, like, translating across eras, like, Fred Cox was, Fred Cox missed a lot of kicks. Right. Because every kicker did back in the day. But he is, isn't he the top point scorer in yes. Vikings history? Yep. Yes. Yep. So, well, Fred Cox. He was here from like 61 to 78 or so, or 77, maybe. Oh, All right. Freddie Cox. All right, back to Judd. All right, what am I going to do? You know what? I'm going to take a punter. I'm going to take Chris <laughs> Cluey. I'm taking Chris Cluey off the board, who is actually statistically very good. He is statistically very good. I just think it's Chris funny Blue. that you broke the seal on punter before the... Well, I only have one defensive position left to, to fill, and you, you guys can't fill it, so yeah, that's fair. I'm just going to wait until until my last pick. Well, I mean, yeah, I have one more position to fill, technically. I have a safety to fill. So I will take my up here. Wait, hold on. Let up. me pick first. That's still my pick. Sorry. Here. <laughs> Why don't you calm down there, old Dex tweets. <laughs> let, me, let me go first. Let me pick here. Do I want to go, you know, I'm going to go kicker too. I'm going to go kicker here. Well, but you guys already had your kicker. So I'll take, well, a, I'll, I'll, I'll do the same thing. I'm going to do a punter. Give me Mitch Berger. Mitch Berger is my punter. Oh, I love Mitch. Hiding the Snickers bar and the, yeah. And the cleats, right? Mitch enjoyed a good time. According to stuff I was told to. <laughs> All right. Back to Declan here. 13th round. Right, I'll round out my safeties and my defense. This guy was really good for one year. I'll take Corey Chavis. As my other he safety, was. He I'll take a, Corey he Chavis. Was on my list, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take Corey Chavis. So I'll take Corey Chavis. That rounds out all my uh, defensive Whoa. players. Whoa! Whoa. Oh no, Whoa, buddy! Oh no! There was a drink right there. Whoa! Mackie's drinking something oh, this morning, dude. I told you to lay off the beverages. <laughs> oh, Sorry. oh, it's my back. My back. My my uh, my establishment that Vincey Glenn and I drank at Cattle Company. That's what it Cattle was. Cattle Company. It just came to me. Cattle Where, Company. Wow. Once was up, it, I just once like saw, randomly ran into him, or what was the? He was randomly there, yeah. But it, it was a big, it was a big uh, uh, place to hang, hang out at, at the time. I once saw Bernsey's daughter, who I think was my age, in, in line there too. Like a line would form. It, it was that popular. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, all right. So what do I need? I need a return man, and I need a defensive tackle, um, which you guys both have filled, so it's no problem for me. My uh, defensive tackle, I'm going to take. Hank Thomas, John Randall's oh. running partner. Henry Thomas, man. Yep, he's uh, the another one of, of those unheralded incredible. players. Yeah, yeah. It is. It's nice. Oh, he was really good, but but the depth of this, like every one of us has a great defensive line. Yeah. 
Correct. And there's some guys on the board still. I mean, yep. like Brian Robinson yep. didn't get drafted, nor nor would he probably. In the Gary Larson, side. who was part of the Purple Jerry People Ball eaters. Jerry, yeah. I thought about Ball. I mean, hell, Linval Joseph. Linval, yeah. Pete I was say. Linval, yeah. Linval, Linval is good. I thought about Ball just because I loved how big he was. Just. Just meat and potatoes. Just eating up. Room. I think Linval is. I was only in the Vikings locker room from like 2016 to 2020, but I'm. I can confidently say Linval Joseph was the m- biggest human being I've ever seen in, in a Vikings locker room. That guy was yeah. just humongous. Yes. He was big. I want to say Pat Williams. Was, oh, I bet he was bigger. Yeah, was bigger. Yeah. All right. All right. I need. Are you Whoa. trying to skip me again? No, Whoa, what's going, what's going on here? You're like. Are you just trying to skip me again? Is that what just happened there? He's not Phil. What's going on? Declan's really itchy fine. to get a to get a punter here. There's infighting yeah. going on. All right, I need a cornerback still. I've just been dragging my feet on this, so I will indeed take the wily old veteran, Terrence Newman. Oh, nice. Okay. Terrence Newman. So I get some versatility with I got I've got a couple wily guys. I got Peak Antoine Winfield, and then the Vikings version of Terrence Newman. Probably going to get burned on the outside by taller, fast receivers. Yeah, and then I got, but I got Vincey Glenn and Harrison Smith to clean up the mess in the back somewhere, and I've got uh, Duke Shelley on my bench. You guys don't know that, but Harrison Smith's like, how did I get in this defensive backfield? <laughs> no. All right, now it's Declan's turn here. These are the, the, the last. All right, Declan, go here. ahead. Hey, wait, wait, it's my pick, right? <laughs> uh, love it. Great Coleman. All right. Greg Coleman. Greg, Greg Coleman. Coleman. There, there he is. is. Well, Greg Coleman. Pre-game preach. And you can, uh, with Greg Coleman, you also get to go and uh, and flag players during warm-ups before the game for uniform violations. So that's what Greg Coleman has done, right, for like 15 years? Isn't he one yeah. of the guys that goes around and like, he's like working for K-Fan, but then he's also like. Well, he was. He, he was like making no. Okay, maybe it was a long time ago he, then. He's retired now. He he retired like a couple of years ago. I think he left the broadcast and that that job. Oh, he's I not on the say, broadcast anymore. No, and I want and and I, I want to say the job you're talking about of flagging uniform violations. I think it's another former player, or a former. It might not be a former Vikings. Oh, is, now, is, though. it's I not Lieber? Is Lieber double double uh, duty no, too? No, I don't think Ben would give well, a socks. Look a little high. I don't know. <laughs> Looks like a fine to me. Antoine, I think, got fined almost every game he played for that. Having his socks too high. Yeah, it was. Or his legs incredible. are too short. Maybe, maybe wow. that's what it was. All right, my last pick. Um, I'm going to take the guy, and this is another spot. I guess it's not super shocking, but when you look at the Vikings' history of kick returners, which is now, uh, which is now something that's sort of gone by the wayside, but there's not a lot of like great names there. Cordero was fantastic. Percy was. So I'm going to take the third one. Not David Palmer. Oh, thought you going David Palmer. I'm going to go with a guy that made the Pro Bowl off of this and then fell off the wagon, Corin Robinson. Oh, oh. oh, wow. Yeah, wow well, was right. I thought. I was typing in Marcus Sherrill. I, I was typing too. in uh, David Palmer. Corin Robinson. So he had Corin a really Robinson. good season. He you get the great. peak version of Corin Robinson, right? I, I get his yes, which was a Pro Bowl season. Yep. And now uh, old Macadac needs a kicker here. And the obvious choice is staring us in the face, right? The guy that made all of his regular season kicks. He made like 120 straight kicks between 1997 and 98. I think he's one of the all-time leading scorers in Vikings history. But screw Gary Anderson. He's not making my team after missing from 38 yards in 1998. NFC Championship games. Love it. Wad Revez will be the kicker for this team. Wadravez. You don't want to take believe- peak uh, Blair Walsh in his rookie season where he was an all-pro? Oh, it's a great one. <laughs> Honestly, That's though. another one. But you know what? Screw him, too. Like, I- <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's not going to. If you don't take Gary, you can't take Blair. Yeah. yeah. You can't you, blow, you you can't take blow Ga- playoff games. And- you should technically take Gary, but I don't right. blame you for not, and I couldn't do it either. Yeah. Which is why I took my guy Longwell, who didn't even get a chance. So, wow. Look at that exercise, you guys. Let's go Let's go through our teams here. Congratulations. <laughs> To you guys, to all of us, for completing the first ever Purple Daily. I don't know if we're going to do this again. Like, we probably have to wait a few years for more guys to come on the board here. But this has been a fun exercise. So uh, let's start with Declan. Can you go through your defense? Who do you got? All right, so my defensive line is Jim Marshall and Everson Griffin on the edges. And in the middle is John Randall and Pat Williams at defensive tackle. My linebacker group, my three linebackers are Matt Blair, 
Chad Greenway and Roy Winston. My cornerback room is Bobby Bryant and Carl Lee. My safeties are Paul Krause and Corey Chavis. It's a pretty good team, man. I mean, all these teams are going to sound, they're all going to be kind of similar in that they're ferocious up front, pretty good in the linebacker area, and then very questionable in the secondary, right? I feel like the corners are questionable. There, there's some, there's some safety talent here. I mean, it's not a ton, but it's some pretty good talent. Mm-hmm. Peak Harrison Smith, really, really good. Yeah. Peak Joey Browner, d- despite the fact that he dropped a couple of uh, of um, intercept- interception attempts in '98. Robert Griffith at his peak was good. Paul Krause was great. Corey Chavis was pretty damn good. Yeah, yeah I feel like what's what is your team? Fly uh, your yep, team. my front four: Carl Eller, Keith Millard, Henry Thomas, and Chris Dolman. Mm. My linebackers, Scott Studwell, Jeff Seaman, Wally Hilgenberg, because I'm throwing it back. Uh, my secondary is Xavier Rhodes, Nate Wright, Joey Browner, Robert Griffith. And then my kicker is Longwell. My punter is Cluey. And my kick returner is Corn Robinson. That's pretty good, man. Actually, that's secondary. It's probably the best secondary of all of ours. So, all right, my defensive line is the two edge rushers are Daniel Hunt, peak Daniel Hunter, peak Jared Allen, and then Allen Page and Kevin Williams. On the inside. Oh, yeah. yep. My linebackers are Ed McDaniel, Eric Kendricks, and EJ Henderson. My cornerbacks are Antoine Winfield and Terrence Newman. And my safeties are Harrison Smith and Vency Glenn. With That's Percy it. Harvin returning kicks, Quadravez and Mitch Berger to round out the special teams. Pretty good. Mm. Mm. What an exercise. Let us know in the YouTube comments section who has the best roster. And go back. You can compare the offensive rosters, too, to see who has the best overall team. We'd like to hear from you guys. Maybe we can read some of the comments on Feedback Friday here. Also, a shout-out to our friends over at Federated Mutual Insurance Company. It's like having a great defensive front or a great offensive line there to protect your business. Federated, been around since 1904, based in Owatonna, Minnesota, but they help businesses all around the country. So whether you're based in Minnesota or elsewhere, especially if you're a next generation business leader, they're looking to work with you and they can elevate your business through risk management tools and resources. Federatedinsurance.com where it's our business to protect yours. How are you guys feeling? Feeling good? Feeling good. I feel really good about that. I feel really good. Maybe we can have like, maybe there's other podcasts. Like can the, can the Steelers podcast cobble three (laughs) people together and do the same exercise and we can like, pit the teams against each other. I don't want to do that. The Super Bowl discrepancy too much for me. How how about Jacksonville? Let's get the Jaguars. Jacksonville, who would be the three quarterbacks drafted? Mark Brunel, Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence, David Garrard. No, No, exactly. No, I think we each named one. (laughs) What about the Panthers? Who who would be the three? So Cam Newton, Jake Jake DeLome, Kerry Collins. Boy, has there been anybody else? Hmm. Boy, Kerry Collins, Bryce is Young, such a stretch, Houston but... Texans, Deshaun Houston Watson, Texans. David Carr, and Matt Schaub. Matt Schaub. Matt Schaub. You know, Matt Schaub. David Carr, though. Wolf, man. Yeah. yeah. Wolf, Again, I think you've got. I, I think in Carolina and Houston, you've got two. <laughs> what about the Bears? Who are the three quarterbacks in in the Sid Luckman, Jim McMahon, Jay Cutler, and Jay Cutler? Yeah, <laughs> Jim McMahon. Just along for Jimmy the Harbaugh <laughs> and Jim Harbaugh, just getting berated, by just wearing him. khakis on the field, <laughs> calling audibles, Ditka melting down, with a perfectly creased line right down the middle of those khakis. So unbelievable. All right. Daily Vikings Entertainment here. We're excited later this week for Netflix to release the quarterback docu series too. So we'll check that out. See you guys.